Special breakdown. Live, semi-live. Nobodyradio.com. It's Geekstars. And welcome to Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. And this is episode 51, part one. Oh, we're in the 50s. Yay! <laughs> All right. So what happened in the first hour, right? First hour, we, of course, we did our top uh, five box office of the uh, weekend. <laughs> you sure about that, yes. girl? Well, you stumbled in there. there. <laughs> well, I fumbled through that. Yes. And then, we, of course, we did our usual releases of the week. Yes. And then, of course, our Thursday night movie review. Yes. There you go. There that you was go. it. There was one thing that I did forget to mention in the DVD releases. Which I feel like we should mention now. Yes. For those people who uh, are available around the Best Buy, the Batman: The Dark Knight Returns Deluxe Edition came out on the 10th of September. Wow. And supposedly it's a limited edition until October 18th at Best Buy. Okay. Now, basically, what they did if those people are like, "Well, The Dark Knight Returns is already out in Blu-ray." Oh, not like this, kids. <laughs> they took part one and part two, joined them together <laughs> as, into one big movie that is roughly a hundred and forty-eight minutes. That's uh, two hours and twenty four, twenty-eight minutes. Yep. There you go. And for those people going, oh, well, big deal. So if I really wanted to, I could just, you know, pop one discount and pop another. Number one, it's one giant movie. Yeah. Number two, it did come for those people who are super uber geeks. Right. It did come with a few, I guess people were like, well, we got to throw them something if we're going to put them together. It didn't come with any figures this time around. Though. Okay. At least not that I know of because I, I went to Best Buy late. But it did come with a new documentary called Masterpiece, Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Returns. It's a new documentary. Wow. With Frank Miller, you know, about him, about his works and stuff like that. Okay. Which is nice, you yeah. know, because I like Frank. And then also came with four, like, little cards. Not uh, cards, but they slide about the size of the DVD box. Okay. The Blu-ray box. box. Okay. You know, four, like, art art pieces. Real nice. I'm not going to, you know, if you want to know what they look, go buy it. <laughs> but I mean, if you're a fan of the movie, which Ed and I were, yes, are, I think this is something that definitely needs to be, be purchased. Part of your yeah. yeah, because I mean, it still comes with the. Her name is Carrie. Her role is Robin. Documentary: Batman and Me, the Bob Kane story, Superman vs. Batman, When Heroes Collide, The Joker, Laughing in the Face of Death, From Sketch to Screen, Exploring the adapt- Adaptation Process with Jay Olivia. Of course, the commentary with Bob Goldman and Jay Olivia, um, and from the DC Comic Vault, five bonus cartoons. Okay. And the digital comic excerpts from the graphic novels, Batman the Dark Knight Falls and Batman the Dark Knight Returns by Frank Miller. Oh, okay. And of course, you know, as always, it comes with, it's, uh, the, I personally picked up the Blu-ray, DVD, ultraviolet combo. Right. But I think you can also get the, the regular DVD, ultraviolet combo. Okay. So yeah. You have choices. Yeah, you have choices, of course. Yeah, so. And that is a Best Buy exclusive, right? Uh, apparently. Yeah. I mean, when I, looked, when I walked in the Best Buy, there it was. I mean, I knew it was coming out, so I figured let me take a scope at it. Okay. So I looked and I was like, Best Buy exclusive to 10, 18, 13. Wow. So I'm like, all right, I'm guessing it's a Best Buy exclusive, but I guess. 
know? Look yeah. online. I'm sure most people in the United States has a Best Buy. I'm sure they're even overseas. If not, just order it online. Yeah, you can order it off through their website and have it shipped to you. Yeah, so that's pretty much the only thing we wanted to add to the first hour of the show. And other than that, it's just basic shenanigans. Yep, so listen and enjoy. Enjoy, everybody! I'm your host, Ed. And I'm your host, Sean. And, uh, you know, we thought we'd change around a little bit tonight, so we're going to start off with the top five box office releases of the, we- of the weekend. Oh, that's spread? Yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you now. Gotcha. <laughs> so, uh, number five, uh, Planes is number five this week. So it's dropping and dropping. and Well, everyone's, you know, everyone took their kid to see their opening weekend, and now it's time to move on. That's right. So it uh, made $4.2 million, uh, this week, and it's been out for five weeks now. So What's, to- what's its total? Its total amount it's made is uh, $79.3 million. Is that a hit? I don't know. I don't know how much they, they, it costs to make the film. So I was, I was always kind of surprised. I thought Pixar movies always did like $100 million. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I mean, Maybe everyone's like us going, we saw it was called cars yeah <laughs> it's cars with wings <laughs> okay what's next number four is we are the millers it's a fifth week release and uh, made uh, 7.9 million this week in a total of 123 million and th- did that drop um yes it was i think number two yes, last see, week. people are starting to wean off of the summer movies yes what's up next number three is instructions not included never heard of this film. what well, okay. What do you mean on top of it? So what's it about? I have no idea. About an hour and a half. About an hour and a half. <laughs> All right. So how much so did that make? They made $8.1 million and a total of twenty point three. It's been out for two weeks. Yeah. So it, uh, actually, it's new for the list because I don't think it was in the top five last week. No? Uh, number two was Lee Daniels, the butler, finally got knocked off from number one for the past two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> the that- butler didn't do it this week. Ah. <laughs> All right, so what was number one? What knocked it, what knocked it off? The number one movie this week is Riddick, is number one. That makes sense. So Sure, why not the third in the Riddick trilogy? First week release, and it made $18.7 million. It's going to drop off next week. You think so? Yeah. I mean, if it didn't hit $50 million this week, it's, you know. Right, true, true. Yeah. Unless people didn't realize it was coming out this weekend and going to run uh, out and see it next weekend. No? Yeah, maybe. Well, you know what? This weekend was kind of tough, though, because it was Labor Day weekend, so maybe no one went to go to the movies. Well, last weekend was Labor Day weekend. You're right. It was last weekend. <laughs> yes. So maybe this weekend everyone was too, too, too hungover from last week. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I don't know. They got to get back into their groove yeah. with school and, and work. That's so. it. Oh, faux pas number one for Sean this week. Yeah. <laughs> 
So that's the top five box office releases for the weekend. So, were you surprised by any of them, or? I was surprised by Riddick only because I forgot it came out this week. See, <laughs> that's what I say. The people forgot it came out this weekend. I was like, oh yeah, Riddick came out this weekend. I, you know, I've been seeing commercials for it everywhere. Yes, but yeah, I forgot it was this weekend. Yeah, the date wasn't really prominent. I wasn't really interested in seeing it, so it wasn't like on my radar of, ooh, the new Riddick movie is coming out. Like, no. I do want to see it, but I don't want to see it in the theater. I think I'll wait for DVD. Cable? Yeah. <laughs> we DVD. can see it for free. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the uh, the other two movies? Like, I think the first one was Afraid of the Dark or In the Darkness or whatever. It's been so long. No. Never no. saw that one. No. So why would you? Think? Oh no, the I mean the other Riddick movies. Yeah. Oh, Pitch Black. Yeah, I did Pitch see Black. That. that was it. Thanks. Yeah, and the Chronicles Riddick was the other one. Yes, I did see both of those. Not in the theater. I did see those on DVD. And and he also came out with like a, uh, a video game. Yes. And a cartoon. Yes, I've seen those as well. Yes. And I actually played the game. How was it? The game is kind of like a Splinter Cell. It's kind of like you you have to hide in darkness to get through its butcher bay. You have to escape the prison and uh, you know that kind of thing. So it's a, a lot of that kind of thing. You have to uh, take out guards and hide them somewhere. So it's really a you know just a Splinter but, Cell version of Riddick. But was it fun? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> if if you have to pause, it usually is no. <laughs> so it was uh, no. No, right, right, <laughs> no right. I'm trying to think of, of any redeeming qualities of it, and you know, it was at the time I was into Riddick, and now I'm not. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. I mean, I saw Pitch Black on video, and I was like, all right, you know. And then when they made a sequel a few years later, I was like, they really deserve one. <laughs> but all right, let's go. Apparently, with the third there's, one. A, there's enough uh, fans out there that keep wanting you Vin know, Diesel movies, right? Yeah, sure. Why not? I'm a, anyway, I'm a sucker know. for. Any kind of Dwayne Johnson movie, so there you go. So some people are into the into uh, the Vin Rock, Diesel. The Rock people... and Diesel. <laughs> they should do a movie together. They have dipshit. They did. Yeah, it's called Fast and Furious Five oh, and yeah. Six. Wow. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about those movies. How can you forget about those movies? It's Vin Diesel and The Rock <laughs> driving cars. I forget the rocks in them. Well, he just started. I think that. It, Really helped the yeah, series boost the franchise. Back I up think again. Uh, in the next one, though, they teased the end of. Ooh, spoiler, spoiler! At the t- at the end of Fast and Furious Six, they teased Fast and Furious Seven, and it looks like, uh, oh my god, Jason Statham is going to be the bad guy in the next one. Really? Yes. Oh yes, that's right. You did mention that the other week when you saw the last Fast. Yes, well, I mentioned it to you. I didn't mention it on air. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I figured, you know, no one cares now at this point because it's coming out in video soon. Yeah. <laughs> now already? Yeah, it seems like yesterday yeah, you were telling me that. Yeah. It'll be coming out soon. Before the end of the year, I'm going to say... Uh, Holidays? Yeah, it's a holiday DVD release. So mm. look look for, for Fast and Furious under the Christmas tree this year. No, don't. No, no <laughs> don't. I mean, it's a fun movie, but no. That's not like. It's not that fun of a movie. It wouldn't be on my. Gee, Santa, you know what I want this year? Fast and the Furious 6. <laughs> That's enough. That, 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 no. No. Okay. No. All Sorry. Right, cool. No. Okay, what's next? <laughs> well, uh, do you want to talk about the Thursday night movie? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> well, Mr. Yeah, just let it go. What did we see Thursday night? Now you see me. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, now you see me. We talked about it coming out on DVD last week. Yes. So I figured, hey, I like that movie in the theater, so let's force Ed to watch it. 
there really wasn't much of forcing it. It was uh, a lot of good char- a lot of actors in there that I like to see in a movie. So, well, it was Woody Harrelson and yes. uh, Jesse Eisenberg mm-hmm. joining together since their zombie land days, right? And they added uh, James Franco, little brother David. <laughs> That's you know James Franco's little brother. Yeah. Speaking of, did you watch the James Franco roast yet? Oh yes, I did. What'd you think? I thought it was great. I thought it was very funny. Yes. You know, I enjoyed it. So that was fun. Sarah Silverman's still looking hot. Oh, sorry. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then, uh, yeah, so we watched that. I li- I mean, obviously, I liked it because I had I picked it up on Blu-ray and forced you to watch it. And yes. Did you enjoy the movie? Yes, highly. Yes. And it's a movie you have to really not like, look away from. Yes, because in the beginning, Ed, Ed was trying to do stuff, and I'm like, no, you really got to pay attention. You yeah, really got to pay attention. Yeah, because I looked away once, and I'm like, wait, what happened? And you're like, rewind it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not do that again. Or you tried talking. I was like, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> Major plot point. <laughs> this, is, this is crucial. This is crucial. Because I'd be like, wait, how did they, what? What? Rabbit huh? out of the hat? How, when did they talk about that? <laughs> <laughs> not really that impressive magic trick. <laughs> <laughs> it's not magic. It's illusions. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very good heist movie with a magical twist. Yes. Yes, that's how I, best way I describe it. So yeah. if you haven't seen it, go see it. If you have, if uh, to me again, I said last week it's a buyer. Yes, but if you're not sure, rent it first and then buy it. Yeah, but I mean, it's like I said, I I liked it. I I'm thinking of putting it in my collection as well. So is that good? Ooh, all right. <laughs> Got a thumbs up from me. There you go. <laughs> if that didn't push you over the edge, nothing else will, folks. <laughs> all right. So what else comes out? All right. Let's start with the releases of the week then. Okay. Do you want to do video games first? Sure, let's do video games first. I mean, you're all, let's switch it up this week. <laughs> you're switching up on me now. All right. <laughs> I'm throwing curveballs left and right, biatch. So the first game we're going to talk about is NHL 14 is coming out uh, this week. It's on Xbox 360 and PS3. I'm a fan of the NHL for, uh, NHL series. Yes. I seem to pick it up every year, but uh, I think this year I might actually pass. Really? Yeah. Reason? There, just, you know what? I don't have, to, I don't have the time. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm too waist deep into, you know, right now I'm playing Saints Row 4. Okay. You know, and, and then you got another one coming out soon, right? Yeah, this Tuesday I'm actually getting a release coming out that I'm picking up. And yes. then the next week is the big release with the uh, Grand Theft Auto 5. Right. Yeah. Yes. So I, I can see why you passed. Uh, I always thought it was interesting, though, that they always put like a famous hockey star yeah. on it. And this year they didn't. They just had like a silhouette. Of a hockey player. Uh, you might want to double check that. Really? Only because but the reason why it's usually so low, because what they did last year, was they let the fans vote. Yes. And that's how um, Claude Giroux got on it. Yes. Because everyone voted. Right. I voted. Right. And then I got, it's, it's sad though, because I actually got the special edition one, mm-hmm. which is the Stanley Cup edition, because it's a nice tin thing with the Stanley Cup. But I was at an event, there's a local, um, play, well, I guess local playground around me called Tarkin Playground. Okay. When they redid the ice skating rink, they had, like, uh, Snyder down there, uh, Mayor Nutter, and a couple other famous people that I got them to sign the inside cover. Oh, cool. So I'm like, yeah, all right, what up? All right, awesome. I had no idea. Yeah, you don't, wait, you don't care. You pay no attention to me yet. <laughs> I'm glad you're finally getting that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> So, yeah, but this one, this year, like I said, I might just pass on it or pick it up at another date. Okay. What else is coming out? I just lost my page. <laughs> oh, Ed. It's Killzone Mercenary. Thank for you. For the PS Vita. Yes. 
another handheld. Yeah, well, you, you still have you still do the handhelds, right? Like uh, on occasion. I mean, I have the Vita, but I haven't really delved deep into. I'm lately I've been kind of into if I, any kind of handheld gaming has been coming out from my iPad. Okay, so you're not really into the doing the buying Vita games and playing uh, the, this. Some, some like I am kind of curious. Well, because the Killzone Mercenary is you know a nice release because it'll bump up for when the PS4 comes out. Right. There's a Killzone game coming out. So they might have like some sort of tie-in connection. Yeah, yeah. it seems to be like they're going to try pushing the the Vita games with the system now. Right. Before it was just kind of like a handheld, and you, you can load your trophies on the, your system and stuff like that. But well, I know a lot of times what they're trying to do is to connect the two, so that way, like if you had a Vita and you're playing the game, you can come over with the guy who has a PS4 and then connect the game and yeah. then play. But you can look at your handheld and play, like look on the screen that way. But you're still on the big screen with everybody else. Yes, like if you're I mean multi-party. Type game. What I am curious to know is I picked up, since I am getting the PS4, mm-hmm. um, I'm getting one of the games called Watch Dogs. Yes. Which looks like a really badass game, but it looks like there's an iPad app that'll work with the game for like your maps and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I was mm-hmm. like, ooh, that looks pretty badass. So I'm kind of curious to see what the next level of joining stuff together is going to be. Okay. Well, let's, uh, well, we'll find out when you get it, right? Yes, I will definitely talk about that in uh, the... PS4 comes out November 15th, and uh, you probably won't see me until we do the show. And I'd be like, this is awesome. Sean, you seem to have lost weight and grown a beard. Because I haven't eaten and slept in a week. Apparently the smell, you haven't showered either. No. I don't need to, I don't need to shower. I'm killing things. <laughs> My nose sensory. Okay, what else is coming out? Next is uh, Kingdom Hearts uh, 1.5 Remix is coming out. That's the one I'm getting. All right. Um, for those people who remember, it was Kingdom Hearts was kind of like this whole Mickey Mouse adventure, fantasy, Final Fantasy mix. Mm-hmm. And I started playing it, and I kind of enjoyed it, but I never really got deep into it to be like, ooh, this is awesome. But now I'm thinking, you know what? But everyone touts it as one of like the best games ever made for the PS2. Okay. And I'm like, I don't remember being that great, but I'll give it another shot. All right. So hopefully with the HD 1.5 remix, you know, eh, maybe I'll uh, change my mind. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they probably update it with some of the newer stuff. Yeah. So looks good. Cool. I'll let you know, you know, next week's show. Next week. I'll, right. rev- I'll have an actual kind of review since I'm getting it Tuesday. I'll play it and review it for next week's show. Sounds good. All right, what else is coming out? Next is the Puppeteer for the PS3. I think yeah. it's a PS3 exclusive. So, well, What's it about? Let me read it. On a dark moonlit night, a young boy named Kuato was carried away by the ma- Maleficent Moon Bear King to a black castle where the unlucky lad was transformed into a puppet. Kuato displeased, with the, ter- displeased the terrible tyrant who devoured the boy's wooden head and cast away his body. Oh, no. But the headless hero was not alone. Of course not. <laughs> For he had discovered a very special pair of scissors to help him on his harrowing adventure to find his head and his way home. <laughs> so it's about a puppet trying to get some head. Right. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, here's some key features, though. Swappable heads. So not only do you get your own, but you get a bunch of different heads. Right. He can change his head anytime he chooses. Lose your head and you lose your lose a life. But use your head and you'll discover that you have the ability to change the world. 
<laughs> oh, there's a social message there. <laughs> Unique platforming. Wielding a pair of magical scissors. So it's kind of like Edward Scissorhands meets... The Headless Horseman? Yeah, I guess. All right. Dynamic interactive backgrounds mm-hmm. and theatrical storytelling. <laughs> yeah, because that's what I need. <laughs> How about a headless puppet <laughs> with scissors uh, cutting shit up. So I'm, I'm going to say you're going to pass on this one? Most likely. Okay. Unless it's, you know, like, oh, it's a 9 out of 10 review. Then I'm able to rent it. All right. Okay. Well, and what else is coming out? I see a couple Wii U games. Yeah. Yeah, first one is the Wonderful 101 for just the Wii U exclusive. Lead a team of the world's strongest and strangest superhumans to fight off a massive alien invasion. Didn't we see that called the Avengers? Yeah. Yeah. As Wonder Red, leader of the Wonderful 100, unite your mob of heroes to morph into powerful transformations such as a fist, sword, glider, gun, and more to battle aliens throughout Blossom City. <laughs> I like the fact that they stuck a gl- glider into all those weapons. Well, how else are you going to get around? Yeah. You could, yeah, you're going to fly. Yeah. All right, what else is coming out? And finally, Young Justice Legacy is coming out for the Wii, the Wii U, the 3DS, the PS3, and the Xbox 360. So let's make a video game about a cartoon that's no longer on the air. <laughs> yeah. Timely. 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 I guess it's their final farewell for it. Maybe, perhaps? No, I think the people who were designing this game thought this, the show would still be on, and right. the Cartoon Network went, eh, you know what, we're going to pull the plug on that. <laughs> and they've they been went, working on it for years, you know. Yeah, only, usually two or three years worked in the game. It's not like something they did with, you know what, we need a Young Justice game. Quick, whip something up. <laughs> they thought they'd have it out in six months, and then... Uh, yeah, and then they realized, no, no one wants it. <laughs> Let's cancel the show, too. <laughs> All right, so what else? I guess now we're on to uh, DVD releases. DVD releases, yes. This should be interesting. All right. Let's hope. Well, I'm going to start off, though, with uh, Friday the 13th, The Complete Collections, coming out on Blu-ray. It's a 10-disc set coming out. So it has all the, you know, obviously all the Friday the 13th movies and the bonus disc of killer uh, extras. They're going to uh, improve upon it, I hope. What can you prove? Okay, it's Jason, first of all. Yeah. Now, you got the Friday the 13th, part one, part two, part three in 3D, the final chapter, the new beginning, the new blood, the final Friday, Freddy vs. Jason, and uh, Friday the 13th, the new version. Okay, the... The Killer Cut Extended Edition. I saw that in the theaters. I wasn't impressed. Okay. I gotta be honest. I was just like, yeah. Which was your favorite? Uh... What was my favorite? Yeah. I would have to say... Oh, uh, I forgot. There's also Jason Lives, Jason Take Manhattan, Jason 10. All right. Yeah, they're the combination into some of the discs. So yeah. They're not individual. I mean, I, I still like the original and the second, one and two. Yeah? You're yeah. old school? Yeah, I'm old school. I well, I used to win... I'd say my favorite is probably Freddy vs. Jason, only because you get the two icons going at it. But I think followed up by Jason 10, Jason in Space... Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> I mean, we're talking, obviously, just bad yeah. plot, but it was just Jason with the whole metal hockey mask, you know, the whole cyborg kind you, of you thing. You know what? I, I did enjoy that. That's like a guilty pleasure almost. It you know? wasn't like a, oh, I'm scared. It was more like a... <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing at it, yeah. But, I mean, after, I'm going to say after two, I the scares kind of... Yeah, you, you kind of know what's coming. Yeah. Like, oh, look, I hear the music. Ch-ch-ch. 
someone's going to die. <laughs> but, you know, the Friday the 13th Part 1 did help introduce us to the great Kevin Bacon. Yes, that is true. Remember how he died? <sighs> you make me remember things. I remember. Okay. <laughs> I, okay, this is what I remember. I think he just got done having sex, obviously. Right. And he's laying in a cot naked. Not not fully naked, but you can kind of see him like shirtless or whatever. Right. Maybe he's in his underwear. And I remember him laying in the cut, and I remember Jason's hand, or actually it was the killer's hand because it was Jason's mom in the first one. Mm-hmm. For the people who don't know, spoiler, oh my God. <laughs> grabs his forehead and shoves, it looks like a, like a harpoon, right up and popping out his throat and yeah. blood splurting. Yeah. Not as good as the Johnny Depp death in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. No. Getting sucked into the bed. bed. And <laughs> blood everywhere. God, memories. <laughs> Of my childhood. Uh, All right, so what else comes out? There looks like there's a companion thing. There's a companion thing. It's Crystal Lake Memories, the complete history of Friday the 13th. I wonder why this isn't part of the whole... Uh, yeah, I don't know why they make that this uh, 11. Just way of sucking more m- money. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's something that's kind of neat, though. I always like when they do like a, com- like a whole like retrospect. Like, how did they start off? What was the original idea? And how how it evolved into... No, oh, yeah, because I mean, I saw the Nightmare on Elm Street that came out like last year, and I liked that. I was just going to bring that up. That was one of my favorite documentaries. That and the Scream one as well. Yeah, yeah, that was good as well. But I liked, the, I really liked the Friday the Thirteenth because it really just gave the whole history. You mean the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street? Right, Nightmare. That's okay. I'm just letting you know because you haven't seen the Friday the Thirteenth one. Yeah, yet. it doesn't come out yet. The Nightmare on Elm Street was really good. I yes. mean, it had some really good interviews. And yeah, what else is coming out? All right, uh, next on our list, one of my favorite movies. Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas, the 20th anniversary edition, Ed. That's right. It's coming out this week. What is this? What's this? What's this? Sorry. <laughs> You're not going to break into song again, are you? No, but I'm sure somewhere in there I have the uh, Manson doing a This Is Halloween song. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for those people who haven't seen this movie, shame on you. <laughs> awesome movie. Yes. I have. I actually picked it up on Blu-ray when it first came out. Then I picked up when they converted it to 3D. Picked it up then. The 20th anniversary edition, I don't know. Did anything new thrown into the mix? Or is it just a, hey, congratulations, it's 20 years old. Buy this DVD. Yeah, repackage it, and I'm going to sell it again. And just... Well, now in this time, they actually have the 3D, the Blu-ray, and the DVD, and a digital copy. Okay. So they give you more options. Yeah, Even yeah. though you probably have them. That I do, actually. <laughs> I'll probably get it anyway. I'm a sucker for that movie. <laughs> All right. So. I got nothing else. What's next? Okay, what's next is Snake Eyes is coming out on Blu-ray. It's that Brian De Palma's 1998 thriller with uh, good old Nicolas Cage. Nick Cage. Love him. I, can, I have to watch every Nicolas Cage movie in existence. Really? I love him. So bad acting. So over the top. <laughs> Especially, what do you call it? In, uh, well, Face Off is good, but have you seen Ghost Rider um, Spirit of Vengeance yet? No. Oh, it's great because there's one scene. He's got a bad guy, and he's trying to fight the demon. And my favorite clip is, he's scratching at the door. Oh, you know what, Ed? Buy some time. <laughs> buy some time. Buy some time. Uh, I don't know if I can buy your time. Okay, here, what's, the, what's next on the list? Next is The Fly. The 1958 version is coming out. When a scientist... Attempts to transfer matter in through space. Goes through a horrifying wrong and two grotesque man-fly hybrids and are created. 
uh, basically they had all the re- of course they had the remake done with uh, Jeff Goldblum, but uh, this is the original. So if you want to go old school? That's a uh, way to go. I'm surprised they haven't really done like a combo pack yet. Another great actor, Jeff Goldblum. Yes. yes. Jeff Goldblum in every film. Yes. <laughs> You, you hear the name Jeff Goldblum, you're like, yeah, I got to see it for some reason. He's the same guy in every film. Yes, yes he is. Yes. <laughs> okay, now let's hope this works, because I'm going to play the clip. Unmute your... Unmute 15, 16, Ed. Ready? Yes. Here we go. Hope this works. Kerrigan must have told me about that thing. I killed a man last night, huh? Yeah? That thing is inside of me. See, you're a bad man. And this thing, the writer, he feeds on Batman and he's hungry. He's hungrier than he's been years, and that's why I'm shaking. Because right now, the only thing standing between you and the writer is me. And he's just... He's, he's scraping at the door. Scraping at the door. Who am I if you don't tell me what I want to know? I'm gonna let him out. Ah. What is done with you? There won't be anything left. Do you understand? Do you understand? Shake your head yes or no. Good, good girl. Where's Kerrigan? What the kid? The kid Kerrigan! You will tell me or I will eat your stick and stone! The Lord of God's poor man is putting together a goddamn army. I know the place. Well, you're not going to mention this conversation to anyone, are you? No. Uh, no. Uh, oh, yeah. All right, that's a good idea. <laughs> and that was my finest movie moment ever. My finest the movie moment. Bad acting galore. Scraping at the door. <laughs> So that's why I have to, you know, and Sneak Eyes is actually a pretty good movie. I love Brian De Palma flicks. Yes. My all-time favorite is Body Double. Remember that one? Oh, yeah. Uh, such a good movie. Such a good movie. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, I recommend renting it. I can't wait for that to come out on Blu-ray. Yeah. Yeah, it's due up soon, I guess, now that they uh, they tend Snake Eyes. I can't see why they <laughs> I know. Like, they choose Snake Eyes over Body Double. <laughs> I don't get it, but all right. Or, yeah, well, the Untouchables is out, so, yeah, I guess you kind of... He won't even out in the end. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got that. The Fly came out. What's next? The next is Frankenhooker is coming out on Blu-ray. <laughs> I, okay, we talked about this when we, we talked about going to the Monster Mania. Yes. Uh, how the leading actress was there, and oh man, she hit. Looked like she hit. Uh, she fell out of the ugly tree and hit every branch on the way down. <laughs> And the brick wall at the end. Oh man, she didn't. I mean, she was even trying to look like the Frankenhooker part. She had like purple hair. It was, it was a mess. <laughs> I just, oh man, <laughs> God. I mean, we might, we might have to watch that just so I could go. Ed, how bad is this movie? <laughs> <laughs> but it's the creator from Basket, the Basket Case trilogy, and Brain Damage comes Frankenhooker, a gore, a gory horror comedy twist on the Frankenstein legend. <laughs> Yeah, when Jeffrey's fiance is chopped to pieces by blades of a remote-controlled lawnmower. <laughs> that just sounds like fun right there. He uses his dubious medical knowledge to try to bring her back to life. He reassembles his beloved Elizabeth using the part, body parts of New York City's finest prostitutes and resurrects her during a heavy lightning storm. Unfortunately for Jeffrey, his dear Elizabeth's brain is scrambled and she runs amok on 42nd Street. 
turning tricks and bringing high voltage debts to our customers. So, you know, laughs all around. Yeah. You know, perfect circle. Perfect circle. Wait, bonus features for this opus of a film an audio commentary, (laughs) a salad that was once named Elizabeth featurette. A salad that was once named Elizabeth featurette. Probably has to do with her being chopped up in the lawnmower. Oh, uh, okay. And play on thing. Yeah. All right. Gotcha. See? Okay. Now now you explain it to me. Okay. A uh, stitch in time, the makeup effects on Frankenhooker feature it. It's basically just a bunch of sewn parts around necks and arms and yeah. legs. So not really much in the way of special effects, but all right, whatever. Turning tricks. Jennifer Delora remembers Frankenhooker feature it. That's the chick who was at a, at the monster con, I think. Okay. Yeah. Signing stuff and and he, oh, she also have, she also has this photo scrapbook and the always important theatrical trailer. Yes, <laughs> I'm glad that was the last one because usually when that's the first one on the DVD, you know the rest but of it's going to Why do you need the trailer for the movie that you have? <laughs> I, I never could. I mean, it was the, the collector that wants it all? Yeah, I guess. All right, whatever. <laughs> all right, what's next? Another another classic movie is coming out on Blu-ray. Marathon Man is coming out. I love this movie. Love this. Is it safe? Is it safe? <laughs> Roy Scheider. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, oh, God damn. Dustin Hoffman. There <laughs> Dustin he is. Hoffman. He's a, a sullen and cowardly loner haunted by the suicide of his father. A respected communist. <laughs> a suspected communist. Or not a respected communist. You know, because if you're suspected, maybe he was, you know. Is any communist respectable? You could. If you're yeah. a communist, sure. Yeah. In the communist community, he's probably respectable. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, I can go with that. It's a gripping, entertaining 1977 thriller that centers on the, gradu- on the graduate Dustin Hoffman. And he is a... Uh, Roy Scheider, I love Roy. Can't go wrong. It's the man who killed Jaws. That's right. But yeah, best scene is where uh, Sir Lawrence Olivier is a trying to get diamonds and stuff, and he's an ex dentist, or well, not really a dentist, but he's an ex torturer, and he has he has what do you call it? Dustin Hoffman in the chair, and he's got the drill, and he's like, "Is it safe?" You know, trying to see if it's safe to look at the diamonds. He's like, "What are you talking about? Is it safe?" Oh, this is a great, great scene. <laughs> well, I haven't seen that in a long time, so. Yes. That's always a kind of, that's definitely a classic keeper. Yeah. What's next? Next is The Big Bang Theory, the complete six seasons coming out. All right. I got nothing. I mean, it's you six seasons. I mean, I, I enjoy the show, but I'm starting to think like every time I watch one of the newer ones, I'm going, eh. Is it funny? <laughs> It's still kind of some lines are funny. I still, you know, I still enjoy it. You know, I mean, I don't laugh as as hard as I did the first few seasons, but there is still kind of a laughter there that, you know, you enjoy it. Yeah, but are you laughing just to be the play going, oh, that's cute? Or, (laughs) oh my God, that's so funny. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, Probably the first one. Gotcha. I mean, I can watch it and I do enjoy the show, but it's definitely a a mindless half hour that I can go, Penny. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Of course. You know, go with the hot blonde. All right, what's next? Next is Castle, the complete fifth season. Love the show. You know, I've actually been watching some episodes on TNT and other, you know, stations. It's because of me. Yeah. Say how much I love this show. Yes. And what do you think? I, I really do enjoy it. I mean, it's one of those shows that it's just like you, like, because like, like, I think TNT has like a marathon usually, like four episodes. Yeah. I end up watching them all because it's just like, it gets good and you're like, then it's the next episode and you're like, I gotta watch it. And there's a couple, like, I, what I find funny is a certain time, certain moments where 
they kind of hint to Nathan Fillion's past as being uh, in Firefly. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. I think it was like in season one or season two where he always gets really dressed up for Halloween and he comes out in his Firefly outfit. Yeah. And his daughter's like, I don't know if that'll work. I don't even know anybody. Who is that? <laughs> you just <laughs> <be> like, ah. <laughs> or when he has like special people that have been on Firefly or in some of his past shows. Because for me, I was first introduced to him. I, I watched Firefly. and But of course, it last like three episodes and I got pulled. Right. You know, three or six episodes because Fox didn't know what they did. We're doing. I mean, you have Joss Whedon doing a TV show. And he goes, here's a full season, full 13 episodes. And what does Fox do? Their first show, they start with episode six. Right. So you have no, like, you have no idea how they got to where they are. And you're, like, lost. Like, no wonder why I didn't last that long because Fox fucked up. Right. But, you know, of course, now it's beloved and charmed. And it's one of those staples that if you're a sci-fi nerdy geek, it's, well, I love Firefly. I know the, the Science Channel did a series. It was called uh, Ten Years Later. And they had the cast sit down. I saw that. Yeah. So they still, I mean, there's still people out there that want to, you know, get to know them and uh, you know, see we, more. I, I love the show. I love the show. I love Castle. Uh, I think it's just a funny show. And, and every time I see Fillion, I'm like, yeah, all right, he's awesome. He yeah. just seems to be, he's the kind of guy that takes, you know, his his stardom and doesn't get a big ego about it. He actually has fun with it. Right, I mean, right. he was also the voice of Hal Jordan for a couple of the Justice League movies. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, he seems to be a guy that... Like, a lot of fun with being semi-famous. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's good. And, of course, you know, the chick who plays Kate, uh, I never do her. I can never say her first name. Static or stat. stat uh, I always forget her name. <laughs> I'm not even going to try. Yeah. I, I, I Every time I go, she was the voice of Talia Al Ghul in Batman Arkham City. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, okay. And she was also in that uh, mediocre movie, The Spirit, that Frank Miller directed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she yeah. was like a cop. She's pretty girl. Uh, pretty, 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 pretty I still haven't really gone through the spirit. I've slept twice through I've, it. I've so, nodded off a couple yeah. times watching that. Oof. But yeah, that's that's if you're a fan of Castle Tatsu Keeper, that's going to be on my list. All right. And the next one, too. Supernatural, the complete eight seasons coming Love out. this show. Son of a bitch. So, nine, seasons nine coming out pretty soon on the television. Yep. And they actually start, they're starting earlier than they originally planned. I think they're starting like the beginning at the very end of September. Okay. Yeah. So like, like October release yeah. for them. Yeah. But that's good. I'm, I love that show. I can't get enough of that show. Yeah. I, I mean, they keep it fresh every year. Which I, and is I'm amazing. surprising. Yeah. I am surprised. Like, this show, I think, should have been dead like three or four seasons ago. because I, Not because I didn't like it, because I just felt like no one was really watching it because it wasn't like. Oh, have you seen Supernatural? It's not water cooler talk. Yeah. So you're not going, have you seen Supernatural? It was awesome, wasn't it? It was just one of those shows that kind of slipped under the radar. And here you are and eight years later. Yeah. Boom. And they keep doing it. I mean, they only had like, I think up to five seasons. Yeah. When they originally, when they originally pitched the show, they had a five year plan. Mm-hmm. And let's face it, five years is, is great for any TV show because then you get syndication rights. Right. So those people who were in the stars, they can just kind of go, okay, we're done with the show. And just those royalty checks start coming in. Right. You know. A la, a la, you know, friends and not friends or Seinfeld money, obviously, but, <laughs> you know, you probably can live comfortably off the residue, residuals, residues, residue, residues, yeah, you know, the residue money of yeah. uh, Supernatural. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, then I think it was last season, I think season eight or season seven, I think it was season eight, they changed uh, CW's presidents. Yeah. And he's a fan of the show. Yeah. So it was like, oh, well, that's the reason why now the show is, it used to be on Thursday nights. 
I think Wednesday nights. They actually put, I think, the season seven on uh, Friday nights. Yes. Right, Friday nights. The dead, the dead day. Right, but now it's back on Tuesday nights at nine. Yes, where it originally started, which really, you know, and then it looks like if you watch season eight, the special effects gotten a little sharper. Yeah, because I think the president went, "I like to show, throw more money at it." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it made yeah. it worthwhile. Yes, but the, I, you gotta love the dynamic. And again, Jason Eccles, the guy who plays Dean, was a guy who I originally didn't like because he used to be in Smallville. In season four, where he played Lana's boyfriend, yeah, and he was just a real dick. I don't know yeah, why. I don't, like, I don't like that character at all, and but, I didn't think the actor was like I thought that was him. So you know, it's like you know, <laughs> one of those stupid things. You know, you're being a super fan, you're like, I don't like him because he's a dick on the show. He's a dick in real life, I bet too. Yeah. But then when he moved over to Supernatural, I was like, the guy's awesome. Yeah. And then he also did the voice of the Red Hood for Batman Under the Red Hood. Yes. And he was also kind of on a. On a real short list for Batman, went for the reboot of Man of Steel two. He was real, really. He was. It was like a name that was thrown out to like hoping that would stick. Yeah. He even said, "I want to be Batman." (laughs) I like I said. I think any actor, it's you know they go up there and go, "You want to be Batman?" Sure. You know, like I I can't see me now. I can't see well, myself okay, being Batman. Okay, well, let's go back to the whole Ben Affleck thing. Yeah. Matt, they, of course, asked Matt Damon yeah. right away. So I'm not going to be Robin. But he's like, I think Ben will do a great job because it's Batman. It's not King Lear. It's Batman. <laughs> it's, Batman. it's put on a cape, a cow, punch somebody. <laughs> Don't need to be a big actor for that. Yeah. And maybe do like a, I'm here for justice. I can be Batman. <laughs> Poof, punch you in the face and then I jump in my back car and... Run away. It's the Bruce Wayne part. You got to see if, you know, that's where all the emotion comes out. So. And for the Uber fans, I'll, I'll, I'll correct you. It's the Batmobile. I call it the Batcar. It's a Batcar. It's a Batcar. It's got a bat on it, doesn't it? And it's a car, right? It's a Batcar. Batplane, Batcar, Batblimp, Batbuckle, Batshark repellent. <laughs> See, I went old school in your um, my ass. Favorite, my favorite accessory of his of all time. The bat shark repellent. Bat shark repellent. And it always, in the 66 version of the show, he always seemed to have the exact thing he needed at that moment. Just like James Bond. Yes. <laughs> it's just amazing. Like, okay, I'm, I'm going to be out in the sea. I'm going to bring my shark repellent. Because you never know when I'm going to get attacked by a rubber shark. shark. That's right. Yeah, all right. Way to go, bats. So, yeah. Yeah. What's next? Well, since you know we're talking about DC, I'm going to switch to Marvel a little bit. And Marvel Knights is coming out with the Ultimate Wolverine versus Hulk. Okay, now I read the graphic novel. Well, it's yes. a series of comics turned into a graphic novel. I was mm-hmm. too. I was didn't feel like buying each individual one. I figured I'd wait till I get the graphic novel version. Yeah, great storyline, awesome storyline, loved it. But it's not one of those. Let's 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 not in, ill-inform the audience. It okay. is not one of those animated cartoon things. It's, right. It's the yep motion comic yes where you see a still wolverine kind of slowly inch across the screen as a voiceover happens so this is for the for the for the few you like these i I can't stand them (laughs) if you really want to read and you just want to watch mindlessly on the television this is kind of for you because this is the thing that you can watch you watch the storyline unfold and it moves a little bit for you and they speak to you you don't have to read you know it's like I, yeah, I just, I mean, I do have the Buffy season eight on Blu-ray, you yeah. know, and I tried watching it, and again, it's like, okay, I'm watching the comic book, which I have and I've read, and look, they have movement, a little bit. It's not animation; it's just like 
Here's the still picture. And it slowly, slowly slides across. And I'm just like, I, I, I don't get it. And it's like, oof. But you just see the pow across the face. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, why Why do I have this? <laughs> but you love it. Yes. The mindless just kind of turn your brain off and that's, go, someone read me a comic book. That's right. And it's like me going, hey, Ed, look. Here's a donkey. Woo! Go by your face. <laughs> now it's moving. Look at me. Hoppity, 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 hoppity. I'm good with that. Wow. <laughs> but it, I mean, in all fairness, it is a damn good story. Yes. So if you don't feel like reading and you want to watch it and not like really a lot of motion, then this is for you. So you're like, let's say, as, you know what? Perfect material if you're a stoner. That's right. There you go. Just get fucked up high and you just pop it in and you just veg and you know and you won't have to go dude i'm so high the images are moving they are because they actually are yeah so you'd be fine yeah you'd be good with it and you get to see wolverine and hulk punch each other yeah and if you're really high you can actually fill in the gaps and actually see wolverine's fist going snake yeah you know you actually see the movements and it's not there so yeah all right (laughs) anything else coming out this week and finally, well, there's two. Well, I'm going to go start with the secondary one, and I'll go to the primary. Second order is Star Trek, the original series. Origins is coming out on Blu-ray. And basically, it's, I think, like about a, the top uh, episodes of the original series, Star well, Trek. Okay, I'm looking here. Here's mm-hmm. what they have. They have in this, in this thing. Now, again, I want to keep in mind that if you already have Star Trek, the original series, on Blu-ray or DVD... You already have these in your in your collection. That's right. So I never okay, but I think this is the reason why. Because here's the things that are involved. You have the cage, which is the pilot that started it all and introduced Captain Pike and Spock. Right. Okay. You also have where no man has gone before. It's the first time Captain Kirk is seen at the helm of the Enterprise. You have Spacey, which is the the debut of supervillain Khan. Khan. <laughs> You have Aaron and Mercy, which is the crew's first encounter with the barbaric Klingons. And also Trouble with Tribbles, the arrival of the cute but catastrophe, uh, catastrophe, the annoying creatures. <laughs> Pull the Daffy Duck. I mean, a porky pig. Well, wow, I can't even get my comic book references. <laughs> Jesus, what's wrong with me? So the reason why I think they added all these mm-hmm. in one Origins thing was number one because it is the first time you meet all these people. Right. But I think it ties in closely with the other movie that's coming out this week, which right. is... Star Trek Into Darkness is coming out on Blu-ray and DVD. Okay. There's a bunch of shit going on with this movie that I think you know, when we come back, when we get starting to nerd news, we'll start off with that. Yes. But let's go back a little bit here. In, in what do you call it? In this, Into Darkness does have Captain Pike. Yes. And Spock. But again, you know, if you saw the first movie, it had them in there as well. Right. Um, the first time Captain Kirk is seen at the helm of the Enterprise, this is kind of where he actually officially gets, becomes captain of the ship. Right. You right. know, not one of those like, hey, look, I just happened to be here and save a bunch of people. Quick, you're captain. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I think this one, he kind of actually earns it. Uh, Spacey, because he's got the debut of Khan. Right. Which, you know, obviously is Cumberbatch. Is character yes, and then you have the uh, first encounter of the Klingons. Right, so that is the episode of uh, and of Mercy. Right, and the Triple Tribbles be- only because if it wasn't for McCoy doing the thing with Triple Tribbles, it pretty much saved the day. Right, he pretty much 
save the life of... Uh... Uh, spoiler! Don't let down. You want to see what happens? Go get the movie. Okay. That's what I'm just saying. But, I, I don't. again, this I'll never understand Paramount's thought pattern when they go, okay, we have all the Blu-rays, we have all these episodes already on other discs, but let's get them all together in one set, and people are going to be stupid enough to buy it. Right. Maybe because people are stupid enough to buy it, like the Star Trek fans. I mean, I'm a Star Trek fan. I do have the original series on Blu-ray. I do have Next Generation on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. I haven't gone with Enterprise yet. You know, but <laughs> I'm saying as far as... My life is focused around the original series and Next Generation because that's kind of like the where you were, where I, where, you know, what I grew up on. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. The old, uh, I mean, the original series was obviously in reruns, mm-hmm. and Next Generation when it first started. Right. But I, I, I don't get the concept of repackaging them and, and and releasing them as individual like kind of box sets. Yeah, if, I mean, if you already have one now, granted, uh, let's be before I'm called a hypocrite, I am also did earlier in the show say that I probably would pick up the 20th anniversary <laughs> of Nightmare Before Christmas. Right. And I am stupid enough that every time they re-release Star Wars in some sort of package, I'm stupid enough to buy it. Buy it, it right. I, 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 I am. I, I am. Even if it's like, oh, look, here's... <laughs> like, when it first came out on DVD... They had the original trilogy as it was originally in theaters without being all spiced up, without the special editions. Right. So you could see Han shoot Greedo first over and over and over and over and over again. <laughs> yes. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I picked it up. I mean, and it looks, it, and I admit they could have at least polished it up, but they didn't. They went, okay, I'll shut you fuckers up here. You know, <laughs> but this is the last time you're ever getting it. <laughs> How many times did you buy it on tape? Um, twice. Twice. Only, only twice. When it first came out, the box set, when uh, the first time it came out on box set, and then the second time when it was the special... Um, TH Vector Edition? Oh, you know what? I guess I did buy it more than one, more than twice, because I got that one. And then I got the... When they did... They put the added footage in when you saw the shitty job of the HUD, or where they all of a sudden magically move Han's neck to the side, you know? Like, no neck ever moves that way, but I got that version. I even had that version way, way, way back when it came out in Laserdisc. Wow. <coughs> oh, excuse me. So, yeah, I mean, it was so... And then when it came out on DVD, I bought it, obviously. Right. And then when it came out on Blu-ray, Blu-ray. I bought the whole six think pack now and i'm thinking oh well they'll never make anything we actually took off that day because it was on a friday yes go see just to buy it but two of us at 10 a.m yeah 10 a.m walking in go make sure we got our box set blu-rays of the old trilogy <laughs> you know because it came with that whole 90 minute feature of all the spoofs and stuff which yeah there's only reason why i wanted it yeah. you know because i don't think i've ever seen i don't think i've ever watched those discs since i bought that pack yeah, I think I watched the spoofs, and that was it. Yeah. And then here's the thing is I know that I'm going to be stupid enough to go out and buy the 7, 8, 9 right. individually when they come out. Yes. Then together as a pack. Yeah. And then when they do the super nine-movie you know, nine movie pack together, I'm going to be stupid enough to buy that one. Because they always have that extra feature that you do not and, have. And it'll be the one feature, and it's going to be like five minutes long, and it's like I paid uh, – 150 bucks for this like i just you know i was just watching on uh, you know when we do our dvd releases we go to um, digitalbits.com yes to get all our, our release information and i you have to go into the future to mm-hmm. see what's coming out they have an extended cut of the hobbit coming out later this year you're kidding no and i'm like <laughs> you sons of bitches i was like and i'm sitting there going oh i'll just you know what i'm just gonna wait 
because <laughs> they're going to have an extended cut of the second one, an extended cut of the third one. And, and they're, they're going to f- do a three-part box set. Yeah. yeah, they'll do the box set. I'm like, I should just be diligent and not get suckered into it because right now I wasn't really that happy with The Hobbit. Now, here, here's the thing, because sometimes they do this to really screw with you. They, they'll do the extended cut of each one right. like after the fact, and then you're going to wait for the box set. Yes. But what if they just only come out with a six- box set because i'll have the original three. Oh, sons of bitches <laughs> and not the extended cut only of uh no they'll the do Hobbit. both they'll do both when the sixth movie comes out they'll do a whole package deal of like the theatrical releases of yeah. all six movies and then they'll do the extended cut of all, all six, six movies. movies and they'll throw in some tchotchke of like oh look here's bookends or something yeah you know and yeah son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> Damn you! Well, okay. Here's you know they you know they're going to do that. They're going to screw with you because it's like yeah, everybody bought the extended edition of the Lord of the Rings, but we still want to resell those, so we're just going to package it with the extended edition of all the three Hobbits because everybody's waiting for that three box set. We're just going to make it six. God damn it! Well, let's go. I was just telling you the other night about the whole Dexter box set. Two of them coming out. Yeah, you got the regular box set, I guess, for Blu-ray, where it's, it looks like Dexter's you know um, case that he puts the blood slides in. Yeah. Which looks badass. You which know, was your idea? Which like was my idea. Two but months ago, three months ago? Or? Actually, even before then, because I, I mentioned it to the guys at, they were at the Philadelphia Comic Con. Yeah. The guys who actually created the screen used box that Dexter uses. Yes. And I was like, so what are you guys going to do with the box set for the season finale? Because here's my idea. <laughs> <laughs> I became like that Uber, kind of like, well, you know, I think you should do this. Wouldn't it be cool if you got like a replica of Dexter's? slide box and each disc is a slide of blood how awesome would that be <laughs> and each disc is the season or whatever yeah, yeah. and yeah. i was like you guys can have that for free like because that's <laughs> what i want is like i obviously can't make it and since you guys are the ones who do the actual real prop and they're like and the, and the guy who was behind the ca- behind the desk was like i'll be honest kind of a dick yeah it was like oh yeah, yeah sure yeah huh and i'm like looking at anything i'm going sons of bitches you took my idea <laughs> So I was like, all right, I kind of gave it to you, so right. And it looks, it's a little different than how I pitched it. Yeah. It looks like it's broken down into seasons, and then you open up the box, and, and then inside that's like, it looks like blood drops. But the other one that looks super badass, and it's got to be like, I think it was like an Amazon, a little over 400 bucks. Wow. It was wow. a white statue from like the shoulders up. There was no facial features at all. Uh, you know, it was just a head and shoulders. Mm. And on the right cheek was a line with a bl- drop of blood, which is where Dexter gets his blood sl- slide from. Right. And it was just pure white. But then the top of the head looks like it just lifts right up, uh-huh. like just from like the forehead up, slides up, and all the seasons are sitting in there. Wow. It looked sweet. I mean, to me, that was just like, that was just art. Yeah. You know, but I'm like, I don't know if I could justify getting that. I mean, I, I kind of like the box idea better because it's, you know it was actually like looks like it was used in the show, right? So you got a tough choice coming out. <coughs> yes, <laughs> it's a tough choice. Yes, I'm like I don't know, but but that 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 head looks so sweet. It, it look, <laughs> looks like you can have that like just as like an Art Deco thing and not even tell anybody what it is and go. Oh, you're a fan of Dexter? Yeah, I got that. And look. You know, even make noise like as I'm pulling up the head. <laughs> Look, there's all the discs, all the seasons. Just slide it out. Oh, this one. You know. <laughs> Come on. Whenever you take off the top of someone's head, you have to go. <laughs> noise. 
I don't think I've ever taken somebody's head off. So uh, you've never seen like it, it's got like you know like it's like in like nitrous. Uh, what's the? Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I just never thought of doing that sound effect for taking somebody's head off. <laughs> yeah, why not? Best noise ever. Yes, <laughs> like, like that kind of noise. <laughs> <laughs> that noise. You know the whole head coming off. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. you know. But anyway, back to the Star Trek thing. These stupid geeks are going to buy that episode again, <laughs> even though they already have it. <laughs> so it's okay. Like, it's funny. I have no problem with the Star Wars geeks or the Lord of the Ring geeks. But as soon as you get into Trek territory, I'm like, why are you guys stupid enough to buy what you already have? Well, the thing that really kind of bothers me is just the price. I mean, they're so expensive, the Paramount stuff for Star Trek. It's just really ridiculous. I'm like, really? I'm like, wow, you got to be really rich to be a Star Trek fan. You know, like, or really stupid. Yeah. With a really exposable, expendable income. Yes. Be, be able to throw all that money away just for Star Trek shows that you already have on Blu-ray or DVD. And it's like, why do it again? Well, I mean, okay, now I'm going to say back to the, the Star Trek in the Darkness. It's the Phaser limited edition gift set. Yes. I kind of like that because it was like a uh, – the set was a one-to-one scale replica of a Starfleet Phaser. Mm-hmm. A gloss black display stand, a brass plaque. And the Blu-ray 3D combo pack. It's its screen authentic version was created by these guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to match quantum the, mechanics. Yes. Inc. To match the on-screen prop and even features a manual spinner that uses a locking mechanism to position the barrel for stun or kill modes. Yes. Ooh, according to QMX CEO Andy Gore. We refer to our line of Star Trek Into Darkness collectibles as screen authentic because fans will be getting exactly what they see in the theater. All right. All right. I mean, that's I, I kind of like that idea, you know, but I, there are some problems, some major problems I have with Paramount and the release of this movie. And we'll get into that in the next hour, in the next hour when we come back, because oh, I'm going to rant <laughs> more of a rant than I already have. All right, so let's take a break, and we'll be back in a little while. All right. So that's what he says to her. I don't care if you're a green bitch. It's all pink on the inside. Well, that's good. You know we're still on? Huh? We're back? Yes. And we're back. <laughs> it's me, Sean. And there's Ed. Yeah, hi. How you doing? There's a hype there. Like, she's kind of like, oh, like, like, <laughs> 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 we are back on there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, so that was part one. I hope you left. Yes. Um. Yeah, that's all I got. That's all you got? Yeah. I mean, obviously, we the second hour teases. You know, we tease the whole why I'm pissed off at Paramount. Yes. So you know, look for that in the second part. Enjoy. But if you want to contact Sean on anything we've talked about, you can contact him at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Ed at Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and like us. And don't forget to like Aquanet Radio, where you can hear us live Sundays from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And on that note... As he fumbles around the keyboard... <laughs>